Hi, this is Steve Springer. You're listening to Worshiping God, God's Way. In this podcast, we're looking at Acts 9, 36-41. And it's a story about a girl named Tabitha. And Tabitha lived in this small city. She was well-liked. She was a believer. She helped people. She took care of poor people. She was always giving, ministering to people. At some point, she became sick and she dies. And the people that knew her, they took her body, they prepared it for the burial, and they placed her in a room upstairs in a building, a second-story building. And the people that did that, they had heard that Peter was close by. Now, these people probably knew the story of Jesus and Lazarus. They probably heard that Jesus healed Lazarus and took the grave clothes off and he came back to life. And that could have been one of the reasons why they called on Peter. But it says that Peter went with the two men and came back to the house and he went upstairs. And all the people were in that room. The widows were there. They were standing around crying and weeping. And they talked all about Tabitha. They actually showed him the things, the things she made for the poor people. And they really gave him an in-depth description of her. And normally when I've been in meetings where people are being prayed for, they gather around uh, to see a miracle. It's just our humanity that draws us to that sort of thing. We don't see enough of it, so we want to see something happen. But Peter does something interesting. He tells everyone to leave. And what takes place next is really something that's overlooked and isn't talked about very much. It says that after Peter sent them outside, then he got down on his knees and he prayed. It says he turned toward the dead woman, Tabitha, and he said, Tabitha, get up. It doesn't say how long he was on his knees or what he prayed. It doesn't tell you the time frame, but it does say that when he said those words that she opened her eyes and when she saw Peter, she sat up. The words that are used in that scripture, in that story, the word to get down on your knees That word is the Greek word, a word that was used when speaking about slaves who kneeled before their masters and they prayed before their gods. It was the word Jesus uses in John 4 and the word that Paul uses when he talks about people bowing down before God. It's simple, but when you look at the scripture and you see, oh, Peter, he got down on his knees and he worshiped the Lord and he prayed. Within the realm of Christianity that I know, when people have healing lines, I have never seen anyone bow down and worship first. I've never seen the person that's going to be doing the praying and laying the hands and calling on healing. I've never seen that happen. It's almost like they're not thinking about the depth of the problem. Like, I think Peter, when he shows up, and he sees Tabitha lying there dead. I think he takes a moment. And I believe that Peter would say, Lord, what do you want to do? I don't think he's going to assume that she's going to jump up and start dancing. If that would have been the case, I think Peter would have just went to laying on of hands and say, be healed in Jesus' name. That's what I think he would have done. But in this situation, 
he falls down on his knees and he begins to worship the Lord and he waits there. What's important for me when I read this is to understand God's way of doing things. You know, we have in our churches and in our ministries, we have a protocol. We have a list of things that we want people to know about us. We want people to know that we believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We want people to know that we believe in missions and sharing the gospel and praying for people and moving in the gifts. And we want people to know that our outline Christianity that we have is well thought through. And this is what we believe. It's a manifesto of what we believe as Christians. We stick to that in every service and every every mission and every field. And we, we stick true to that list that we carry that explains who we are. With Peter, I don't see him following a list of things, a list of thoughts. I don't think he went into everybody's home and bowed down before he did something. I can't imagine that happening. But whatever our list is, whatever order we put things in, and I'm going to say that Jesus God and the Holy Spirit need to be at the very top if you want to explain who you are, explain the Trinity, and then after that you start to list the things of faith that you believe in. Well, at the very top of that list, right below where it says God, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus, the very first word should be worship. And I don't mean the worship word that we use today in this church age, where it means everything and all-inclusive. I'm talking about the word, that prosukneo word that Jesus uses. The word that's used in Acts 9 when Peter gets down on his knees and begins to pray, prosukomia. That word worship needs to be at the top of our list. Now we say it is because we call everything worship. So we say worship is and then we list everything. But I'm talking specifically here. And I want you to hear it because... Peter wasn't a religious person. Peter was a fisherman. He didn't have a lot of religiosity about him. He denies Jesus at one point. We know that story. We know he gets pulled out of the water because he's drowning. We know that he cuts somebody's ear off in defense of Jesus. And we know that he's just this intense, gruff guy who has practically no religion in him just this experience with Jesus, and now he's walking in the power of his Holy Spirit. And when he gets to Tabitha's house, when he's upstairs looking at this dead person, he pauses, not religiously. He pauses and he seeks God and says, Lord, what do you want me to do right here? He gets down and he begins to worship. I believe that God wants all of us to think like that. No matter what situation, no matter what service we're in, no matter what mission field we're in, or what our articles of faith are saying, he wants us to understand that worship belongs at the top. That truly worshiping, bowing down, prosukaneo before him, that is the beginning point for all of our missions, for all of our faith statements. If we can't get ourselves to bow on our knees before him and worship him at that moment, 
How are we going to accomplish that task in the way he wants us to accomplish it? I don't think Peter was walking into Tabitha's house with preconceived ideas. He was so centered on God's presence and who Jesus was. It was so fresh to him that when he gets in a situation like that, he goes directly to the source and he becomes a worshiper. Remember Gideon when he falls in the enemy's camp and worships? Do you realize what that is implying? That at that moment, Gideon goes, oh my gosh, God is really here. Well, I think Peter knew that and sensed that. And God wants us to do the same thing. But he has to break through what our worship manifesto says, that worship is everything. Peter didn't sing a song here. Peter didn't dance. He didn't stand and lift his hands to heaven in praise. In this moment, Peter bows down and he worships God, God's way. Amen.